Amen. He knows you. Whatever it is that you're trying to hide, don't hide it. That's the devil's tactic is to keep your stuff in the dark so that you'll keep it. It's time to get free. Um, I want to say I want to cry because Mikey's leaving. Mikey has just done so much for us, for our body, for our church. Um, praying for him to get done what he needs to get done and come back. I'm not really sure that that's what's going to happen, but I'm hopeful. Um, so we have been, I have, I was, we were voted in as pastor of this church 12 years ago, but we were called to this church 20 years ago. Uh, we have been in this church 20 years, and it was really, I believe it was a miracle that we came. We were part of this body before we ever served uh, on staff of this body. This is our home. This is our people. And uh, today, we're still talking about um, the armor from Ephesians, the armor of God. And really, you know, we've taken communion. We've, we've had a few things different today. So I'm just going to give you the punchline, and we may go back. This is a big one. And I want to just get to the meat of it today. Um, I do want to share, today is the shield of faith. So you guys be patient with me as I jump around because I may not have the right slide. They're not going to be in order any longer. But I want, you to, I want you to hear. I want you to hear what the Lord's saying. The shield of faith, I, be, I don't want to rank these, but in my own personal flesh, I want to believe this one is one of the top ones. Because it says we cannot please God without faith. Just like love is at the top of the food chain, I believe faith is at the top of the food chain. So I want you to hear this. It is my heart's desire, and I believe it is the Lord's desire for you to hear what's being said today. So I'm not so much, uh, I'm not so much concerned about you hearing what I have to say. I'm concerned about you hearing what the Lord is trying to say to you. I felt like Bill... Uh, Olinghouse, one of our rolling off deacons, really had a, a, a move of the Lord down here in worship. Um, and, and I feel like worship is trying to break out. I feel like that the Lord is trying to break into your life and change you. And I mean really change you. If I can just start with the negative. The results of a non-faith life if we were to go to Numbers, and I'm not going to bring it up, but the children of Israel had been delivered uh, through the Red Sea, and the leadership sent out spies. Moses sent out spies to go spy the land that the Lord had promised. And you remember, 12 went out. 10 came back and said, we shouldn't go. Two came back and said, we should go. Do you know that the generation that denied God and what he had promised never made it? They all died in the wilderness. I believe that the result of a faithless life is death. I believe that the result of a faithless life is death. The result of a life of faith is life. Those two, Joshua and Caleb, did go into the promised land. It was 40 years later. What should have been an 11-day trip became 40 years. But they did go into the promised land. And do you remember, there are giants in the land. We studied this before we've come into the armor of God, that there are enemies that we face. 
But with the armor of God in place, with God going before us, those enemies already know they're defeated. We just have to go occupy the land. You must occupy the land that the Lord your God has given you. You cannot stay where you are and live. You have to go. Life is where the Lord is. We must occupy the land. Church on the hill. In the 12 years we've been here, we have been on a roller coaster. We have, you can look around and realize we have been through some struggles. I want you to know it is time for us to take the land. As a church, as individuals, as marriages, as families, it's time. The shield of faith. It says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16, above all. Does that not kind of sound like this one might be kind of important? Above all, taking the shield of faith, which, will, which you will be able to quench. Everybody say all. Everybody say all. All the fiery darts of the wicked one. The shield of faith. The shield of faith. I'm just going to jump way ahead about how to take up the shield. So let's just, let me just ask the question, what is faith? What is faith? What is scriptural faith? And I bet many of you can quote this scripture. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now I will tell you, we have been on vacation. I prepared my sermon last week before we left, and I came in last night and felt like the Lord was wanting to change it. And if y'all know me at all, I don't like change to my schedule. I told my whole Sunday school class we had a meltdown at Disney because somebody tried to change my schedule. Somebody needed to go to the bathroom. I'm not kidding. And I had an epic failure moment. That's what I feel like Disney is good for, is epic family failure moments. I have a few trophies on the wall showing and reminding me of my epic failures at Disney World. So, as the Lord was sharing, was showing me, I, I got out this scripture, Hebrews 11.1. 1. Guys, this is a big scripture for a Christian. You need to know this scripture, but as I read it, I don't know that I really understood it. So I started to break it down. Faith is the substance of my hope. Faith is the substance of my hope. Well, if we can just break down what faith is, faith is really, really believing in something. Really believing, so much so that my actions show it. It's not just something that I say, hey, I'm... I, I believe in God, but my life doesn't show it. No, when you really believe in something, it shows. For instance, you go to Disney, and if you, go, if you want to just go do your own thing, you'll stand in two-hour lines. Or you can do Disney's way and do what's called fast passes. We can try with all our flesh to make those lines go faster and stand in those lines, but you've got to kind of do it their way. We believed in it. We prepared. We worked hard. I worked hard before we left to get our fast passes right, and it was a challenge. But then when we got there, they worked. 
I had faith in what they had set up, and I walked it out, and they proved with their system to be faithful. God is faithful. But you have to sit down and study and learn who God is to know which way he says to go because he'll show you. Do you know that during my epic fail, when I slowed down and searched for God, I found him. And he started to bring me comfort and knowledge and and wisdom. And I genuinely believed a lie. I believed I did not speak in a moment, but I did, and I didn't even remember it. I had an out-of-body experience. And I did not remember talking. Everyone else was saying I did, but I would have gone to the grave saying I didn't. That is how off we can get and believe it and take our family down with it. But when I sat down and started seeking after God and saying, God, what happened? He's like, oh, oh, okay, I'll show you. That's what happened. No, that's not what happened, God. I didn't do that. Yes, you did. Slow down. Do you remember? Oh, I did do that. Faith is the substance of my hope. Do you know that your hope drives you? Aaron Hamby once shared in Sunday school a study about some animals that were put in water to drown. They were just doing a study of these animals put in water. And as long as somebody would come around about every 15 minutes, those animals would swim for days to try to stay alive. But if no one came around, they were dead in 15 minutes. The only difference is hope. Hope. There is life in hope. Do you know Scripture says when there's no hope that you're in terrible trouble? And you may may be facing something today where you don't have a whole lot of hope. Well, I want you to know there is an answer. And that answer is we sang that song, Oh, Come to the Altar, is in Jesus. You must turn to Jesus. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is your substance. Hope gives you the drive to live. But if we continue with this scripture, it is the evidence of things not seen. Now, I got stumped this morning working on this one. Evidence of unseen. What do you mean? I believe that your faith will have, will have evidence of something. I believe that your faith is measurable in that you can tell that I have faith. You guys, I'm going to go back to some of my old stories. Weight Watchers. I had faith in Weight Watchers. I did not break a rule, and I lost weight every single week. I had faith that their system worked. So I And if I'm walking by faith, you are going to see evidence of me walking according to God's Word, or you're going to see me not walking according to God's Word. There is going to be evidence of my walk. There will be steps behind me showing you where I'd come from, what I'd walked through, and what I struggled with. You know, if you ever track someone, have you ever watched like uh, The Princess Bride, and they can watch, look at the, the footprints, and he's like, somebody fought right here. I mean, it's just stupid to watch. But there was evidence to a tracker to know what went on right here. And this one won and this one lost. It is the evidence of things not seen. Your faith is measurable. 
Your faith, which is real belief in God, will result in you trusting God so much that you follow his direction. Trusting God so much that you follow his direction. So when you come to a crossroads, as I came to one this week, ask yourself, what does God say? Am I really a, do I really have faith? I must put on the shield of faith, which is my such belief in God that I'm going to follow him no matter what. So when I come to a crossroads, what does God say? Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. It says, without faith it's impossible to please him, but he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. A rewarder, meaning when he says he will do something for you, and you walk it out, he does it. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. You know the woman with the issue of blood. How did God, how did Jesus respond to her? Your faith has healed you. Your faith has healed you. You have pleased God by believing so much that Jesus could heal you, that you pushed through just for a touch. And do you know that's all it takes is just a touch. Her faith, your faith, not anyone else's, your faith. Jesus says, I am the healer. Do you really believe it? With this woman with the issue of blood, I believe he would say, you have sought me out, you have found me, and when you find me, you find healing. Do you know that scripture? That when you find him, you find healing in his wings. I think it's from Malachi. When you push through so hard that you finally reach him, he does what he says he will do. It was her faith. Faith moves. There is a trail. There is evidence. It is the evidence of things unseen. You believe in God and in His Word and in His Spirit, and then you follow it. You research it. You study it. You talk about it to others. You grow. You test it. You walk it. You prove it. Do you know God loves for you to prove Him faithful? He loves for you to do that. I want to ask you something. Is God worthy of trust? Does the wake behind you show that you saying that He is worthy of trust? Does it show a life of trusting God? That's where my walk needs to improve. In that my path shows a path of someone that trusts God. Now I will tell you, with my flesh and with my, my personality and with my issues, sometimes I fall off the path a little bit. Anybody ever gotten off the path? 
He'll guide you right back on. You've just got to look up to him. Get your face off of yourself and get it back onto him. And he'll lead you right back onto the path. You are saved by grace through faith. Whose faith? Your faith. Faith will fight off all the fiery dots, dot, dots, darts of the enemy. I'm going to wrap up. I've tried so hard to just, just summarize, and I'm already late. Let me give you one, a statement. Is it there? Can you all can y'all see it back there in the back? I can't. Yeah, here we go. Living by faith is taking God at his word and, everybody say, acting. Acting upon it, even when it makes no sense to the rest of the world. Two points. Take God at his word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You cannot get godly faith without the word. That's where it comes from. And then finally, act on it. Take God at his word and act on it. Your life of faith will have evidence of it. And you will fight off all the fiery dots. Dots. Darts. (laughs) What is a dot? I may need a sozo from something about dots. The fiery darts. I about said it again. church on the hill, it's time to turn. It's time to start walking a walk of faith. And I want us to walk it together. We are a family. I will tell you, you really kind of get to know your family when you get thrown in a 15-passenger van and you get thrown out to the wolves to get wore out and beat down. And I'm telling you, I am not a big Disney fan. (laughs) It just wears me out. It was so fun. Best trip ever, she says. Yeah. All the fiery darts. You're getting shot up every time you turn around. Enough. Change your game. Get in the Word. Get filled with the Spirit. Get connected to the body. Do you know that what you're walking through, somebody in here has gone through it and can help you. We overcome Satan by the blood of the Lamb. We sang all about it this morning. We took communion and by the word of the testimony. It's time to start winning. It's time to start having victory for you, for your family, for our church. It's time for things to change. Insanity is defined by doing the same things over and over and expecting a different result. It's time to make a change. Y'all stand up with me and let me pray for you.